This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I guess we'd call this the worst kept secret. It is out and uh, we will... Find out, I guess, at around 1 o'clock on the Kelly Cotrera Show when we get this announcement of uh, the Science Center moving from its home in Don Mills, where it was built back in 1969 by my grandfather, apparently, and I should know that. Um, and it will be moved to Ontario Place. And, and I don't know why we're talking about this during a municipal race. Frankly, I think it's become a distraction. But here we are talking about something that shouldn't have been done years ago. Uh, but Premier Ford says, look, this has been in the works for over a year. And so between moving the Science Center and building a parking lot for this private spa, I mean, we're talking hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. And I think I'm being generous when I say hundreds, because it'll, it'll go up more than that. But we're spending hundreds of millions of dollars on something that probably could be spent better. And my next guest suggests before ruining Ontario Place, maybe take a page of history. See what they did with Expo 67. Taylor Noakes is a public historian and independent journalist. Good to have you. Thanks for having me. All right, let's talk a little bit. Well, let, let me get your thoughts on moving the Science Center down down to Ontario Place. Like I look at a place like Chicago, such a simple and beautiful waterfront. I would like to just see, like, we don't need to spend a lot of money on Ontario Place. I think if you build it, they will come, keeping it natural, building a little farm, see what you do. Like, there's so many things we could do, and yet we're building a spa, waterfront, and now the Science Center? Yeah, I think I think that's a big, uh, I would definitely give that two thumbs down, three if I could. Uh, the biggest problem here is, and this is a tendency for a lot of provincial governments, is they want to collect everything in one place. And the thinking is that if you put everything in one place and everyone's going to go there, and this is this is absolutely a terrible idea from an urban planning perspective, you want to decentralize things, especially in really big cities, right? Mm -hmm. If we're talking about a really small city, then it makes maybe a little bit more sense to gather things together in sort of a town square type, uh, type situation. But with regards to Toronto, you've got so many people, you don't want them all converging on a single place uh, to participate in a wide variety of activities. More importantly, uh, the way that, uh, that, that Ontario Place is, is set up right now, it's essentially public space. But when you start chopping off corners of it to turn them into de facto private spaces, even if the Science Centre is essentially a public building with a public function, you're essentially privatizing yeah. that space and preventing locals from using it. And what locals in Toronto need, and the pandemic demonstrated this really clearly, is that people need parks. They need public spaces where they can just go and be and do whatever they want. And when you start yeah, look, putting activities yeah. in that, you basically prevent them from doing that. It's it's denying them public space that they really need. Yeah, I got to be honest. As a woman, like I'm like I'm not going to the spa at Ontario Place. I would have to go back to the spa to relax again because like who wants to drive down there and have to like get through all the parking and all the crap? Like you literally, I'm like it's not where you would go to. Any person would go to a spa. It wouldn't be relaxing. But then you're captive there. I do. I think for now, given we have so many other demands. I, I think you could just keep it simple, stupid, and people will go. They'll put out a picnic blanket and enjoy a date, whatever. We can build stuff. But to your point, it seems like we're just throwing a whole bunch of stuff at this. And the, and the big feedback I get from people on the phone lines is, I'm not coming to Toronto for that. Why does Toronto get everything? Like, there are other areas you could put this if it had to be moved. I don't even think it needs to be moved, though, the Science Centre. 
No, I would I would say leave it where it is. But but at least with regards to Ontario Place and what to do with these public spaces, you know, you brought up the World's Fair site in Montreal, Expo yeah, 67. Yeah. Now, in, in the Montreal case is really interesting because they had the super successful World's Fair. 50 million people showed up in six months. It was great. And they were able to ride that success over the course of about a decade. People kept going mm. to the pavilions. There was all sorts of fun things to do. Eventually, those pavilions were basically designed to last for one season. They lasted for about... 10 to 12. They began falling apart. And the city really didn't have any money to, to invest in this space because it was so huge. And what they realized is that as nature, as Mother Nature sort of took over the site and plants started you know, growing and trees started growing, they realized that people were just going there to use it as a park. And they didn't have to organize activities. They could just right. let people, like you said, throw out a picnic blanket and have a nice time. And over the years, Montreal sort of changed its perspective. Instead of organizing these spaces and trying to cram as many activities into these spaces as possible, they sort of took a step. Uh, they, they took a step back and said, "You know what? Let's just see how people use these spaces on their own." Well, guess what? People really like having spaces uh, to themselves where they can organize their own activities. And in Toronto, it's unfortunate because Toronto has a real deficit when it comes to public space. Montreal has yeah. a surplus. Well. You know, guess what? When the weather's nice in Montreal, people go out to these public spaces. They don't need any organization. They don't need to have something to go spend money at. Most of the time, Montrealers prefer not to go to those places. Um, and so what, what's happened in this city is that in Montreal, all of these, these, uh, all of these sort of organized activities in these public spaces are used almost exclusively by tourists, not by mm-hmm. locals. And for, yeah, all, I mean, people, if I, for all the arguments... Yeah. For all the right. argument that says, well, this is going to drive the economy because it's so much tourist dollars, that's true only to an extent. When you're planning these things, you need to have a local buy-in. And from all of the, the, the news reports that I've seen about this, this potential spa, wellness center, whatever you, want to call, water park, whatever you want to call it, it seems that the overwhelming public consensus is that the Ontarians don't like it, Torontonians don't like it. And if you've got this much negative publicity before you even start building things, you probably shouldn't invest any public money into it. Because it's going to be a little Yeah, well, look, if I want to get annoyed, I'll go to Wonderland. And I think most people think, like, if I'm going to go and spend <laughs> a lot of money and then there's to be around crowds of people, I'm going to go to Wonderland. Or I'll go to Center Island. That, that's what they're there. If I'm going to Ontario Place, I mean, there was no greater joy for me in Chicago than just sitting around playing with the baby piglets. I loved it. They could put bird sanctuaries yeah. on the island. They could put a butterfly, whatever. There's so many things we could do. And, and, and I don't know why, it, other than politics, it's not being thought about it. But did they build... Uh, Taylor, uh, Expo 67 with future uses in mind, was that what drove the decisions of how they built it? Because I almost think that a lot of these things are built by accident. And then it's just, if people aren't demanding change, they don't change it. And then all of a sudden it becomes what people wanted historically. Yes, yeah, so that's an excellent question. I'm glad you brought that up. Expo 67 was actually designed to be a model city for the future. But the long-term use of the pavilions, that wasn't really considered. The idea was that people were going to start building new buildings all over the city, proper buildings that were going to be based on these models. So Expo 67 was essentially a big model community. It was really by accident that some of the pavilions, like the American pavilion, the French pavilion, were they were able to maintain them and they were able to eventually retrofit them and turn them into new purposes. But for the most part, they had no long-term plan. They sort of by accident realized that they had about 500 acres of public space to use. Yeah. Yeah. And people will use it. Like, you know, the battery factory over on, uh, what do they call it? Um, 
over on Pottery Road. I forget the name, but uh, you know they refurbished this old battery uh, thing, and now people go there because it's part of the environment. They didn't. Uh, I don't think they spent huge amounts of. I'm trying to think of the name of that uh, area. That's right, um, and that's uh, and that's that's a great thing about about people, yeah. especially people in cities. They really don't need that much encouragement to use the space, and that's why I said with regards to Ontario Place, you've got so many people have fond memories of how it was. That to to just if if this if this let's put it this way if this water park slash spot is such a great idea let them go this is a private enterprise mm-hmm. let the private enterprise buy private public uh, private land and leave the public land to the general public if this is a good idea it'll work down the road on a private lot of land uh, with regards to moving Ontario Place no Ontario Place is working just fine the way it is. Uh, there's a, it's a problem with governments. They get to a certain stage where they really don't have any new ideas. And so they start trying to fix things that aren't broken. And that's exactly where the Ford government is right now. Well, legacy projects, they've all got to have them. Whether or not it builds the greatest legacy, it's really not up for us to decide, apparently. Well, no, no question about it, Taylor. We'll see what uh, comes up today and we will talk again. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Take care. There you go. That's Taylor Noakes who uh, knows an awful lot about this. But yeah, we'll see what the details are. I mean, there's just so many opportunities to keep it natural.